Welcome to the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm your Dungeon Master for Season 1. Without further ado, I present to you the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast, Season 1, Revenge. foot is a door of this little room where you've been imprisoned. Most of you are now free. Um, as you look upon this bugbear, morning star still in one hand, slightly chewed but still decent shaped leather armor on him and the mysterious wooden handle in his boot. I would like to uh, try to break free some more. I'd like to just go over and smash the chains. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, well, let's see. You already had advantage, so let's just roll another athletics with advantage. That's a nine! (laughs) (laughs) And, um, meanwhile, Bogdar, roll an attack. I use my spiritual weapon as well. (laughs) Nine on the Warhammer, but 17 on the spirit weapon. (laughs) so i'll say that you managed to break off a part of the chain um ujafis both your hands are free but unlike most of your counterparts you're actually still carrying these chains around you as the restraints are still secure on your meaty beefy wrists are my wrists like tied together is it like uh just each wrist individually you're basically walking around with two whips Oh, hell yeah. I'll keep it that way. And they're mandatory. <laughs> they're mandatory whips. They cannot be sheathed. <laughs> hey, hey guys, I think I've got some weapons if I need to defend myself. Maybe not the best weapons, but hey, you know, whatever. And at this point, uh, Bliss will say, uh-huh, a little help. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were there. <laughs> I'm going to walk over and see what was in that boot, because now I just got to know. As, as you pull it out, you see that he has, um, in his boot, is a, a sort of a makeshift two-pronged fork and a wooden handle on it. And as you look it over, it's a bugbear-sized fork, which for you kind of feels like a two-pronged dagger. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Okay, I'm just gonna pick that up and take that with me. The only, so it's a dagger for um, all of your rolls. The only rule is on your character sheet, you have to call it a bugbear fork or else you're not allowed to use it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and are you guys opposed to freeing Bliss or? No, I'm gonna help her with that if I can. All right, so amongst all of you, eventually she's freed. And she um, she sort of um, puts a kiss on her fingers and then places it on her friend's forehead. Um, and then she stands up and she sort of takes a while to get feeling back in her legs. And she eventually makes her way to the side of the wall that has the door in it. Uh, is anyone going for the Bugbear's Morningstar or Armor? 
Um, I don't think either one of those things are particularly useful to me. Um, Glen Glen Aaron will uh, drop his blank dog form, and he'll um, he'll pick up the he'll take the armor off of the bugbear, and uh, it should should fit him. They're probably roughly the same size. Yeah, absolutely. Being a furball, it's actually a perfect fit. Not a perfect smell. Uh, it doesn't bother him too much. <laughs> he was already stinky to begin with. Yeah. He's a uh, well. Sorry about he, the blood in the crotch. Glen Aaron is still covered in uh, in fish guts and oil and blood and whatnot. So he's probably smelling pretty bad. <laughs> and it's definitely smushy and warm around the crotch area. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, however, use a morning star, so uh, I will. I will leave that. And Ujafis, do you object due to the fact that it's not a cooking utensil? Or you got your whips? You're good. Yeah, I got my whips. All right. So I prefer if they were cooking utensils, but gotta make do, I guess. So there you are, uh, looking at this open door, fish guts all over the floor. The boat is still slightly askew. And you've been hearing more grumbling coming from upstairs. What happens next? Can you guys, uh, are, are you guys good at swimming? Do you want to, like, try to tip the boat, catch them by surprise? Um, I don't know that we could tip the the boat. I say we just go up and kill them all. Oh, well, there's that. Uh, maybe... Maybe, maybe try and figure out how many we're going to have to kill first? Ah, it doesn't matter. Freya, would you come here a moment? Yeah, sure. And um, I walk over. How do you feel about uh, going up and getting a quick look at them? I can, I can hide you from their sight, hopefully. I haven't been really stealthy tonight so far, but you know what? I'll give it a try. Well, let's see. I have to find some gum Arabic somewhere, but. If that's possible in any way. I don't even know what that is, to be completely honest. <laughs> to be clear, you need gum, Arabic, or a musical instrument, right? That's true. I think one of those things might be easier to find on a pirate ship. <laughs> that's a good point. The bugbear didn't have to be carrying a musical instrument, did he? Just a bugbear fork. Hmm. Does that count as an instrument? Is it a tuning fork? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's my maybe we could find the Beatles, the tuning fork. Maybe we could find you a set of spoons. There's a guy thinking outside the box. Oh, oh. Isn't his voice an instrument? What about like uh, bones? Like you can they can bang them together like drumsticks. Does that count? What are the instruments that Fefe can play? Flute, lute, pan flute, and mandolin. He's not proficient in bone drum. I am not, unfortunately. Aww. He's not a percussion guy, overall. 
strings and woodwinds only. Yes, <laughs> precisely. Uh, well, for the time being, uh, perhaps we'll just have to move under our own power. And hopefully I can have some of my abilities restored at some point. Uh, if you happen to spy a, a stringed instrument at any point, uh, point it out for me. And uh, I would like to at least make my way over to the stairs and try to start up stealthily. All right, so uh, Thefik, roll yeah. stealth. That is a 20. Way to go, buddy. All right, so you make your way out of the uh, door over here, and you step out into this hallway, and you see that it sort of continues over here. There's a doorway over here that is uh, currently a closed wooden door, and then the hallway itself continues around the corner like so. And so you see one side, it goes uh, it goes uh, west, then the other side, it goes west as well. So this hallway seems to curve around the room you were locked in, except for this one doorway slightly to the north of you where the wooden door is currently closed. Does it appear to go up uh, at either end of the hallway? Like you don't see stairs? any stairs, although your sense of up and down is slightly askew due to the tilt of the boat. That but you don't see any stairs or rope ladders of any kind currently. I will approach the door. All right, so as you approach the closed wooden door, roll perception to see what you can hear on the other side. Perception? That's uh, only an 11. All right, with an 11, um, some pretty obnoxious snoring coming from the other side, but you can't really tell the kind of creature that's snoring or how many there might be in there. I will continue along just uh, to the corner here, uh, up north a ways, and look down the hallway to see what I can see. All right, so as you continue to the corner there, you see that there's another closed doorway and there's a set of stairs at the far end of the doorway that seem to be going up. And you can tell because there's a ton of sunlight pouring in from where the stairs are. Do I hear anything from the stairs? Roll perception. Perception again. That is a 22 this time. You're definitely hearing that um, sort of goblin speech uh, coming from several bugbears upstairs. Uh, it's a little louder now because you have this sort of unobstructed exposure to the top deck. Um, and then you hear something really interesting, which is the strain of uh, heavy rope almost uh, breaking and uh, a lot of bugbears shouting and screaming. And then you hear a loud snapping, almost like a snapping of jaws, and this blood-curdling scream from a bugbear, and then bugbear laughter, and then the sound of something heavy hitting the floor above you. Hmm. That sounds like someone not having a particularly good time with the bugbears. Ah. Uh. Uh, not wanting to push my luck, I will scurry back to the, the group and report 
there are two doors. One of them has something snoring behind it, some sort of sleeping chamber. Uh, we don't. I can't tell whether they are friend or foe, or how many of them there are. And then upstairs, there seem to be more bugbears amusing themselves at the moment. I don't think they have any inkling of what we're doing here. Well, that's good. They must not have heard the other guy yelling, so we haven't been discovered yet. I we should just go up there and smash him. Uh, speaking of smash, you think you could uh, break these chains on Liz's uh, uh, significant other? I'd like to take her along. I don't. I don't fancy uh, the idea of leaving her behind down here in, in the bottom of the ship. On who? This uh, this dead one here. Oh, yes, of course. And I'd like to smash the chains. Uh, Bogdar and Glenar and she'll say, thank you so much. Her name is Catherine. And she saved my life on many occasions. If we can get out of here, I'd love to give her a proper burial. I, well, I, I can't guarantee more than, than a burial at sea, but it, at least she won't she won't be down here any longer. We'll do our best to get her land, and uh, I just can't make any promises right now. Well, anywhere that isn't covered in fish guts is an improvement. And with that, um, Bogdar, you are able to eventually smash the chains free a little bit. Similar to Uji, uh, they're still you know tied around her wrists. Not that she'll ever complain about it. Uh, oh. Bliss is um, too weak to carry her, having been chained up for many days. Bogdar will carry her. Bogdar will carry her. Okay, so that means your warhammer can only be one-handed while you're holding her. No, That's no, friend. Let, let, let me take her. I only, I only need one hand free. Nah, it's all right. I've got this one. As you wish, holy man. And what happens next? Do we wish to see what lies behind this door, or do we just go upstairs? We probably should try to clear things out if we can. That is my we, thought. We as risk well. getting caught from behind as well. It's unwise to leave a potential foe behind us, or to leave a potential friend behind. I like how you think. Basically, just things from behind are really bad. <laughs> I have had no experience with this, but I could see that being the case. <laughs> Does anyone have any preference for who leads us into the room? Uh, I, I don't mind going first. Uh, I, I am the only one wearing armor at present. All right. Uh, don't happen to know if the door is locked, unfortunately, but there's only one way to find out, I suppose. Uh, can uh, can I examine the door? Uh, before we do that, Emmy, you were going to say. Uh, I'm happy to back you up if if you want it. Oh, but, I mean, you're you're strong. You can, you know. 
I'm sure I'm sure you're capable. Uh, just just if you feel like it, I'm I'm happy to help. I will, I would love to have your help. I'm I'm actually not as strong as I look. Oh great! Okay, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. So. Glen Aaron, you get to the door that Fefik pointed out, and you you see that there's a, a knob that you can hold on and turn, and it turns within your grip, so you immediately get the sense that the door is not locked, although you haven't opened it yet. And I'll just, uh, I'll kind of look at the rest of the party and kind of nod my head, and, uh, and I nod towards the door, uh, checking to see if everybody's ready. Ready as all. Maybe inside. I gave a thumbs up. I nod like furiously. <laughs> oh, I like means... to... I like so to you open the door. Step back from the door and kind of reach over and, and push it open, and I kind of peek in before I step in there. So you twist the knob, and you push it slowly. And it opens about an inch and a half before it hits something heavy on the other side. There seems to be an obstruction. But with the door open, the snoring gets louder. Although it seems quite dark inside. Uh, when I push up against the door, does it feel like it's against something solid or something soft? Uh, give me a... Let's go with perception to see if you could tell what's happening. Uh, that's a, that's a 25, natural 20. That's amazing. Uh, so you feel, you hear that it bumps up against something wooden at the base of the door. There seems to be a wooden obstruction on the other side. Uh, I'd, I'd like to go ahead and just push it open. All right, give me an athletics check. That's a 17 for athletics. All right, and with that, you are able to push it open. And uh, you push against the door, and you feel something give way as the door fully opens. And I'll name what you see inside. You see two bugbears, each sleeping on these makeshift hammocks, each fast asleep. And they've actually put up uh, really disgusting-looking, um, like, leather curtains across the wooden wall <laughs> to stop the sunlight coming in while they're having their beauty sleep. Um, and they're surrounded by these wooden barrels, a bunch. Um, one of the bugbears, interestingly enough, has um, a sort of a makeshift wooden guitar looking type instrument with two broken strings and one working one. Uh, and that's at the foot of his little hammock area. And you immediately realize that what was blocking the door was one of these barrels and you pushing it aside causes the barrel to tip over. And as it tips over, it crashes on the floor, releasing this liquid that you can immediately tell with your natural 20. Um, you smell, in fact, that it's honey. There's now honey all over the floor. But the sound of the crashing barrel actually causes these two bugbears to wake up from their sleep. And they just kind of, they're sitting in the hammock and they make eye contact with you. And you alone, because they actually haven't seen anyone else yet. 
So uh, it's definitely an improvement as far as fluids that are on the ground. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to step back, step back from the door so, so that they can't All see right. me. Let's, uh, well, they definitely saw you. Um, yeah, I'm You gonna, have the chance uh, yeah. to kind of step out of view. Uh, let's roll initiative. Everybody heard um, the crashing of the barrel. I rolled a 13. That's a 17 for me. I got a big old 10. A 21 for Amy. Ooh. Five for Bogdar. Well, what's a game without a slow Bogdar? Exactly. He takes his time, but he does it right. <laughs> All right, and the bugbears get a natural 20 and a 10. <gasps> Oops, so you got to resort the initiative. <laughs> there, I uh, had to reroll. There, thank you. And so. Um, the bug, one of the bugbears, the one who rolled the natural 20, he's going to spring out from his hammock and grab his morning star from the floor. And he's going to step on the honey. He's going to try to save so as to not fall in the honey. And he gets a two, so he totally falls in the honey. He's actually <laughs> going to end his turn prone in the middle of his bedroom in a pile of honey. It was in the dream. We need to proud. <laughs> and let's go to Emmy. Um, so I'm just gonna quickly uh, dart in front of the door. Uh, I don't have dark vision, so I probably can't see much in here. So um, it'll be dim light for you, which is still fine. All right. Um, so. I'm going to try and get across the honey and get to the the one that's prone. Okay, so that's going to be a dexterity save. All right. Uh, that's a 21. What honey? Nice. You're totally <laughs> fine. You tiptoe, and then it's a little sticky, but it's no problem for your nimble feet as you're able to get to exactly where you want to be. With my bare feet, like my toes just squelching and I just do do do. Um, so uh, I want to go forward and um, using my foot that's covered in honey, I just want to kick him in the jaw. <laughs> go for it. With advantage, because he's prone. All right. Uh, is that well? Uh, so that's a 22 to hit. 22 definitely hits. Alright, so I'm just going to smear in the honey a little bit more into his face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's seven total damage. Alright, so you do seven honey damage. <laughs> um, and I'm going to use my last key point to do a flurry of blows and almost like stepping on his face, like lift up my other leg and like kick him twice in the jaw as well. Go for it. All um, with advantage. Alright, so the first one is a 15. That's actually going to miss as you get a foot full of bugbear armor. Ugh. And the next one is a 17. That one hits. 
All right. Um, so with that one, I'm going to, that is uh, seven points of damage again. And because I am now a monk of the open hand, um, he needs to make, uh, he's already prone. Uh, so he, I'm going to choose that he can't make reactions until the end of my next turn. Ooh. All right. And he is, uh, he has no more teeth as you've just knocked them all out. You couldn't understand him at first and now you still can't. <laughs> um, and that's the end of my turn. All right. And he's unable to make reactions, busy looking for his teeth in the honey. <laughs> and let's go to Thefik. Uh, no one looks particularly injured at the moment. Ah, uh, yes, they do. Oh, that's right. You just got <laughs> nailed, didn't you? <laughs> well, that being the case, uh, I will turn around towards Bogda, and I will say, uh, come now, friend, we can't expect to escape the ship if, you, uh, if you're all messed up and limping behind us. And I will offer. Uh, it's just a flesh wound. Jeez, oh, a minimum four healing healing word. <laughs> <laughs> Bogdar's not a man. It's all about actions. Exactly. Unless those words are praise to the Iron Mother. Uh, step back inside the room to give Uji a bit more of a clear shot to the door and then also back so that Bogdar can get out of the room if he needs to. Uh, and that will be my turn. And let's go to Glen Aaron. Glen Aaron, you are in the corner. Um, I would like to, uh, I would like to hold my action. I will, will uh, just wait and I'm going to watch, uh, this, uh, the end of the hall, the stairway that, that's going up into the sunlight. Um, and if something comes to attack us from that side or outside uh, the, the other door that uh, Thefik saw earlier, um, just uh, I will attack at that point. But um, unless, I, unless I'm attacked, I'm just going to stay here and keep watch. Sounds good. Let's go to Freya. Okay. I'm going to try to get into the room and attempt to use my dagger to attack the bugbear fork to attack the bugbear. And are you going to throw it from outside the room or are you going to try to cross the honey? I'm going to I'm going to try to go through the honey. All right, give me a dexterity save. 22. Just like Emmy, you to get you anywhere you want to go. Okay, one second. She's going to brag to her new niece or nephew that she got a 22 on her deck save. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> he's so proud. He started clapping for me. It's very, <laughs> very developmentally advanced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I rolled a 16. 16 with the bugbear fork. That is going to make it. Okay, that's seven piercing. Um, I do believe you get sneak attack on this because Emmy's right there. Awesome. Oh, so that's ten. That I is got three. ten. And with that, you actually stab him 
uh, in the back of the head and it comes out his mouth and he just falls and blood starts going into the honey. Now it's definitely not edible. Uh, That's okay. There's like 12 other barrels uh, here. And then I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna stay right here. No, yeah, right. I'm gonna stay right here. Let's go to Uji, who's all the way at the end of the hallway. Uh, would I be correct in thinking that the chains connected to my wrists function the same as whips and that they have reach? Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, they are five foot whips. Okay. There's, In that there's case. chains. Okay. In that case, I'll uh, move myself over here, assuming I can go up the hallway and into the room. Assuming I can make that deck save for the honey. Well, let's see. Oh, I make it. That's a nat <laughs> 20 for a 22. <laughs> I, I feel like secretly in your past lives, you've all like navigated roomfuls of honey before because you're like, this is no big deal. <laughs> I think you've all gotten a 22, am I right? Oh, uh, I think yeah, I got a 21. Uh, yeah, no, I got a 21. I think secretly you've all definitely spent time in honey rooms before. I mean, I, I have had a couple of accidents at the bakery, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and attack this guy with uh, one one of my whip hands. Probably not gonna hit though, because that's a nine. That is unfortunately gonna miss as you get the side of the wall. You're still getting used to these whip hands. Uh, you get to do an offhand attack though. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I was I was debating between that and raging, but if it's just this fellow. That's a five. More like that's a nat one. Oh, dang, yeah, it is. <laughs> now you definitely start slipping around in the honey as your <laughs> second shot gets, uh, almost gets Ebby. Ah! Sorry, sorry. Um, not used to these things yet. I'll break them <laughs> in. <laughs> and that's my turn. And at this point, the bugbear that you've been trying to whip, um, he's he's sort of paying more attention to you now as you sort of charged in and tried to whip him. Uh, so he's going to swing at you with his Morningstar. And that's an 18. That beats my 14. And he gets 12 bludgeoning. Ooh, maybe I should have raged. <laughs> as he oh. sort of smacks you in the stomach. And you lose your breath for a moment. I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> and then he's going to cock his Morningstar back and he's just going to snarl at all of you. And you start to realize that waking a sleeping bugbear um, is not a good life decision. It's not the worst life decision. And let's go to Bogdar. All right. Bogdar's going to charge out into the hallway. See what's going on uh, in the room there. He's going to put his Warhammer down for a second. He's going to cast Guiding Bolt on the remaining uh, uh, bugbear. And do you need material components for that? Nope. All right. 
That is a natural 20. Oh, he did oh, not see you, oh. oh. Alright, that is 31 radiant damage. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Damn. It explodes in holy energy all over the walls and the barrels. Oh, I start gagging again. I just try and shield my face. Just like, oh. And, uh, now, may everybody... the Earth Mother bless you. Or the Iron Mother bless you. <laughs> Everybody who's inside the room, roll perception. Four. Uchi, what did you get? Oh, I got a, uh, a 19. So uh, I got a 14. With a 19, Uji, you notice that in this holy explosion, a bit of blood, uh, bugbear guts and honey splashes inside of the opening on the little guitar. You're not quite sure if that's going to have an effect on its acoustics. Uh, hey, hey, buddy there. Uh, hey, hey, Thefik. Yes. Just be careful when you're strumming that thing, okay? Okay. It's a, it's a little messy. Assuming I can go over and pick up the guitar, I will sort of inspect it to try to figure out what Uji is talking about. Give me yeah, an investigation. Yeah, there's a guitar in here. That is a 14 investigation. So you find a makeshift guitar. It's actually a few pieces of wood that have been nailed together. And then there's these um, um, sort of metallic strings or wires that have been uh, nailed in uh, pretty tight on the front face of it. Um, two of the strings are snapped and have been snapped for quite some time, you can tell. One of the strings is pretty weak. Um, and as you shake it around in your hand, you definitely hear some liquidy sloshing um, inside of the instrument. This is not an instrument you would ever want to be caught dead with in a civilized place. No musician would ever allow themselves to play such a disgusting piece of junk, but you're desperate. And you have to start thinking of songs that you can play using only one string. I was going to say, looking at it, do I think there's any way I can fix one of the other two strings even, or is it just kind of shot? Uh, with an investigation roll of 14, um, you're looking like not only do you not know how you could fix the other two, uh, rigorous playing may snap the third. Oh boy. Fun. I happen to know that Nirvana's live acoustic cover of Man Who Sold the World is primarily played on one string, so I think I'm going to have to default to that. <laughs> Everybody else rolled for depression. <laughs> uh, get old depression checks. <laughs> Uh, that's a d20 minus charisma. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be like a plus for me? <laughs> yes, you're, you're so, your charisma is so low that you're actually always positive somehow. Hey, uh, uh, Uji, how you feeling over there? Oh, uh, I, uh, not the best, but not also the worst. Uh, 
Go, come over here a second, and I'll just uh, put my hand on All her right. shoulder and uh, I'll cast Cure Wounds. I think. Uh, allegedly. Oh, that's uh, nine healing. Oh, thanks, friend. I appreciate oh, it. My, my pleasure. All right, so you guys are, you've upgraded from a room full of fish guts to a room full of barrels of honey. And, and bugbear guts. And bugbear guts. That's just a lateral move compared to the last room. Are all the barrels definitely honey? You could spend some time to pry them open. Do we have some time? I mean... Does it sound like anything's coming for us? Roll perception. I, I was watching the door, so I'm, I guess... I can... That is a 17. Nothing seems to be coming down, uh, but there's a ton of commotion upstairs. Uh, and more screaming. I, I think... We've got some time. Uh, all right. I'm going to try and prize a couple of them open at least. All right. Give me athletics. These things are nailed down pretty tight. All right. That's an 18. All right. You pry a few open. Uh, what you do is you pry just one of the wooden uh, slats instead of the whole lid. And you see that all but one are honey, and the other one is actually tar. Huh. Cool. I uh, don't have anything to carry it in, so great. Um, never mind. Okay, guys. I'm good. You can close it up and wheel it around again. How big is the barrel, like, in relation to me? It's a whole you. <laughs> Isn't tar, like, flammable? Or is that something else I'm thinking of? It definitely is. Hmm. I carry it, but I'm carrying this here. Uh, Ex-friend. Well, I would carry it, but I can't lift it off the ground. You so. know, I'm a little bit more taller than some of the people in present company. Maybe you think I can just lay it on its side and roll it around. Can I do that? I could probably carry it too. I've got a, I'm, I'm fairly strong. Um, Ujafis, you definitely have a ton of experience carrying around barrels of honey. And so you think carrying around a barrel of tar, although less fun, is probably just as easy. Yeah, probably not that different. The barrel's a barrel. Yeah, I'll see if I can uh, lift it and bring it with us. All right, so you lift it up, and you're able to hoist it on your left shoulder with your arm sort of wrapped around it which means that if you were to attack while you're holding it, you could only use your right-hand whip. Hey, that's and, fair. 
as uh, everyone is watching Ujafis uh, lift up the barrel and put it on his shoulder, Glen Aaron, you're still watching the stairs, and you notice something fall down from upstairs onto the floor in front of you. And upon closer look, it is a bugbear head. Seems to have been cut off. Then you hear a bunch of bugbears laughing and roaring again. That's pretty gross. I'll, um, I'm going to move a little bit closer to the, to the stairs, uh, just to, to keep an ear out, um, while everyone else is doing their thing over here in the room. Okay. Being that close, you could tell that there's shouting and movement coming from maybe 15 feet away from where the stairs lead up to. So whatever's going on up there, it's quite close to the stairs. I'm going to step back. <laughs> hey, um, you guys, uh, there's quite a bit of commotion upstairs. And Bugbear had just rolled down the stairs, and I'm, I'm thinking uh, maybe they're they're having a little bit of uh, sport fighting or whatever, whatever it is that Bugbears do for fun. Well, let's go smash them. I mean, if they're already in a fighting mood, maybe now's not not the best time. Maybe maybe let them kill a couple of other ones first. But then that's less for us to smash. Exactly. Exactly. Fewer they could smash us without our weapons and, and armor, we're uh, definitely more susceptible to wow, that's a big word. Uh, to getting hurt. So, did we... We haven't explored the other side, the south side of the hallway yet, have we? You have not, no. Alright, I think that I'm going to go walk around that way. I want to see what's around the other corner. Okay, so as you quietly make your way to the south side of the hallway... Um, you see that it leads to a similar area where there's a similar set of stairs that lead up. The only difference between these stairs and the ones near Glen Aaron is there's a wooden trap door that's currently closed, um, preventing you from walking up the stairs. Okay, can I investigate the door? You can. Give me investigation. got a 15. You see that this uh, wooden trap door is actually locked with a padlock. Um, Of course, you don't have a key on you. Uh, You're wondering if you'd be able to get it unlocked using a few fish bones. But the real danger is, would you be able to stomach that? Oh, I I think it's worth giving it a try. I want to try it. Can I try it? It's going to be for you a constitution save and then if you succeed that you get to try lock picking okay so i go back and i get the fish bones and i bring them back over to the door and let's roll constitution save uh okay i got a i got a three (laughs) (laughs) and you go 
Uh, you make a little sort of lockpick-shaped thing with a few fish boats, and you go to put it into the padlock, and you just feel your whole body go, and you kind of hunch over and you grunt, and um, you hear a voice coming from the other side, from upstairs, but beyond this closed door, going, hey, what's going on down there? Um, um, nothing, it's, it's all, all the prisoner slaves are accounted for. Let me, yeah. Who, who is that? You, you remember me, it's Buggy, your, your pal, the bugbear. (laughs) Roll deceptive (laughs) with disadvantage. (laughs) Okay, at 12. Does that work? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you hear that voice say, you, go downstairs and check it out. Something weird's going on. And then you hear some loud bugbear, and then footsteps that seem to uh, lead away from where you currently are. Okay, so they're not coming down the stairs towards us? Correct. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get this figured out in my head. So they said everything was okay? Can you say that again? So um, the voice that you were speaking with seems to have given instructions to some other creature that you didn't know was there. That creature has seemingly walked away. Up, up, up above you. No one is coming down from this locked door, though. Okay. All right. I'm going to walk back to the group and go report. And as you walk up to the group to report, uh, Glen Aaron, you hear above you um, more voices speaking in Goblin. Rah, rah, rah. And there's a new set of footsteps, loud, you know, heavy footsteps coming from behind you and then above you, nearing the stairs that uh, you're looking at. And all of a sudden, you just hear whoosh and a bunch of laughter. And then another bugbear head falls down. Oh, boy. Well, that's two bugbears we don't have to worry about. Okay, guys, um, I went to go check out the other half of the hallway, and um, there was a lock, and I definitely could have picked it, but I chose not to, and there was somebody calling from upstairs to wondering what was going on, but I fooled them for sure, And but there's people up there. I heard people walking away, though. Well, if they're walking away, it means they're not walking towards us, so, uh, no problem, right? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was hoping somebody else would think, too. Is there any sticks around here, or, like, broom handles? Give me an investigation check. That is a 10. The best you find is a plank from a barrel, an empty barrel, that has a nail driven in it, 
and it seems like a bugbear's been using it as a back scratcher. Can I mount one of the bugbear heads on it? <laughs> Give me an athletics check. That is a seven. <laughs> you you pick into on. one of the bugbear heads. You're not quite sure if it'll hang on. Eh, good enough. And I go over to the door with it, and I put it, and I slide open the door slightly, and I just pop that head out. So these are stairs that lead to the uh, open upwards oh. areas. So do you want to just stick the head out of the stairs? Yeah, just stick it so it's 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 uh, in the doorway, but just the head. And you're holding on to the stick while this is happening? Yes. Okay, as you do this, you feel something latch on to the stick and pull it up and pull you up with it. And in a split second, you have to choose if you're going to let go or go up with it. No, I'm going up with it. As you're pulled up, you see that the bugbear head that you jammed inside of a stick is currently inside of the jaws of a giant great white shark. Oh, shit. <laughs> the shark is tied up by the tail to this thick rope that's hung around the mast. And this heavy creature has been swinging around, and that's what's been causing the ship to be lopsided. And as you look around, you see that it had managed to kill a bunch of bugbears, and the others have been sort of laughing and playing along with it. And it is just swinging you around here, and you see six, seven, eight bugbears. And then you see at the far end, uh, to the south, you see Captain Meacham. As he's been described to you, a human with a pointy hat, he steps out of what seems to be the captain's quarters, holding onto his belt uh, with a big dagger on it. And he looks at this surprise slave dwarf swinging around from the jaws of a great white shark. And we are going to end it here. What <laughs> 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 a great. I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That is not something I expected at all. <laughs> I was so wow. glad we didn't just like willingly walk all out of that door. <laughs> Goodbye, Bogdar. Time to roll up a new character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast. But the story doesn't end here. Subscribe to the show and download the next episode to find out what happens next.